Tomorrow's a Keith Lee day. And welcome to another episode of Big Heck and Weight Adventures. I am one half of the Weight Adventure team, Mr. Fast and Furious himself, aka the Spanish God, your Messiah of anime, ladies and gentlemen, Big Heck. And along with me, as always, is my good brother, Mr. Too Many Hashtags. Let them know what it is, big brother. All right, man. Let's get to them. Let's talk about it. The talk of conversation, the blueprint, the standard. Wade two pods, two pods your core, double the pleasure, double the Wade, the lavish one himself, El Chocolate Caliente. Yep, haven't brought that one back in a while. Quarantine uh-huh. Gene, the one, the only, the lavish. Wade Elson, how you doing, brother? What is going on? I'm a little sleep fatigued, but that's okay. Got up at one o'clock this morning. Been going strong since. You know, that brick power coffee in my cup, it keeps me going. Yeah, man, I needed some of that brick house power coffee this morning, brother. I was definitely running on fumes after having to do some family errands in the house. You know my situation. So I do. Once I'm I glad to hear that Mama Wade is doing better. Yeah, Mama Wade is doing much better. She's actually resting right now, so that's a thumbs up right now. Um, yep. Also, got, we love Mama Wade. Yes, we do. We love Mama Wade here, well, especially me because you know that's my mama. So <laughs> <laughs> you kicked my ass if I didn't love her. Um, Listen, so she kicked my ass too. She ain't got no shame in her game. No, yeah, she really has no qualms. <laughs> 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 Shout out to Mama Wade. But um, yeah, man, just to let you guys know, again, if you would like some of that delicious, lavish Brickhouse Power coffee in your mug, go to BrickhousePower.com, go search for the coffee, then put in that delicious, glorious, sweet, sweet, sweet 10% discount code. What's that code, brother? I believe it's Big Heck Week 10. And you can get 10, 10, 10. I'm pulling the Ty Dillinger gimmick out better than he did. 10. Mm gimmick out so you get 10% off of some delicious lavish coffee tell them big yeah, yeah. sent you we appreciate it but brother I add aside because we did a little Jericho moment um any pickups <sighs> anything you're watching on tv anything you're listening to what's going on in the world of big hack well by the way give me a second while I take a little sip of the bubbly <laughs> It's good. Um, in the in the realm of pickups, it's not. A, it was not I this week who had some amazing pickups. It was the one and only Boogie Gargano, courtesy of Uncle Wade. She got not one, not two. I'm gonna hit you with some 1990s flow. She got hit with an eight piece chicken nugget of My Hero Academia pops. Oof. Uh, I mean, Uncle Wade does go hard. Um, Uncle Wade to, does for her. Yeah, does. Yeah, he goes. He goes hard for the you know for the moments. Uh, he does like to when he knows what a person likes, he will go above and beyond. And I'm speaking yes. to third person about myself. Um, oh, fourth or, wall break within the fourth wall. That's like sixteen walls. 
You know what? That's a good idea. I wanted to bring that up. The Deadpool quote, quote. Guys, thank you for coming over to the Fourth Wall Pop Network to listen to us. That's right, guys. From now on, starting today with this episode that you are currently listening to, we are yeah, exclusive yeah. to the Fourth Wall Pop Network. So if you want to hear every episode we've ever done, and along with so many dope shows as Getting Grilled, Pop Sports Shorts, New Normal Wrestling, the Pop Culture Collective, and again, our lovely show, and The Crossroads. Yep. yep. Please go over to any podcast streaming platform you have. That's Apple, Spotify, Google, Anchor. That's right. iHeart. iHeart, Pandora, um, Pocket Cast. We, I just found out we're on Pocket Cast now. So. Oh, there was another one that we're on too, but you know what? At this point now, just know any streaming pa- platform that you can possibly think of at this point, we're there. Mm-hmm. We're like the government. Be- we just hide in the background. We're, mm-hmm. at, we're everywhere you're at. We're everywhere you think right now. But mm-hmm. just, you know, give us, a, give us a search. Look up Fourth Wall. That's F-O-U-R-T-H-W-A, two L's, pop, P-O-P, network. And you will find all these amazing shows on all podcast streaming platforms. Thanks again for listening. Hashtag make it pop. But back to that. So what else is going on in the world of Big Hack, whether besides that, or TV, movies, anything you're watching, listening to? Um, well, this, what was it? Yesterday, which would would have been Thursday, um, Netflix original anime series. Yes, it is an anime series. Mm. Oh yeah, I, I think I, I think I told you about that. You were like, okay, I'm gonna check it out. You did because I completely forgot. Because being uh, being Mr. Fast and Furious, sometimes life moves so fast that sometimes you just gotta slow down and you gotta stop for a minute. But yeah, you told me yesterday that um, Netflix's original anime series, which is Transformers: War for Cybertron, it came on. So I said, ooh, damn. I was like, I guess I'm going to have to go and watch this. So I watched half of, I watched the first three episodes yesterday. And then today I finished the last three. So mm-hmm. later on, I am going to be talking about that, which I'm very conflicted watching this now because I feel like I've been lied to my entire childhood. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. We had a conversation out there about that. And um, yeah. boy, oh, boy. <laughs> I'm uh, feeling uh I'm feeling hurt right now and I just don't know how to feel about this. Guys, just to let you know, before we go into that review, and after I talk about my pickups if if, if Big Hag doesn't have any more, this is a spoiler review. So whatever. I'll he try not to about. get too too spoilerish. Mm-hmm. But just know that it might happen. It might happen. It could happen. You know how sometimes he goes unhinged and I have no control over that. But it is what it is. So, good brother, is there anything else? Um, other than that, other than uh, the pickups that you picked up for Buggy, uh, this week we finally, <laughs> it felt like it was a month, or if not longer, I finally got in our one-of-a-kind exclusive Big Heck and Weight Adventure face covering mask. Mm-hmm. We finally yeah. came in. And where did you get those if you wanted to get some for yourself? Mm. Now, guys, if you guys wanted to go and get these, go
gorgeous, beautiful mask that featured yours truly on there with the good brother, head on over to tpublic.com forward slash Big Heck Wade, where you can find such lovely items such as travel mugs, coffee mugs, t-shirts, tanks if you're trying to get you sexy on for the summer, hoodies, and you can get personalized face masks with our logo on it. So head on over to tpublic.com forward slash Big Heck Wade and you have access to virtually anything that's available on their catalog that you can put our lovely faces on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know. Well let me tell you something mean Gene. No, you went Hogan. Never go Hogan. Never go for Hogan. Yeah, this yeah. sucks. Oh God. And I just thought about the Hogan movie that's coming out. All right, getting der- getting derailed here. Um, so I picked up three of the basic masks. Okay. And we do have a upgraded version of the mask mm-hmm. where you can put a filter sheet in it. And it looks like it's a little bit bigger. It looks like it may be a better fit. Okay. Um, so yeah, I picked up three of the basic masks. I'm going to be ordering four of the premium masks. Mm-hmm. So the fourth one, I'll be making sure to make my rounds towards you to drop it off. Oh, and we're gonna see how that one goes. Okay. So, other than that, I have no other pickups. Mm-hmm. Good brother Wade, what are your pickups? Well, I mean, my pickups are just simply pickups. There's nothing really going on. Uh, you know, with all the new figures that were announced, I've slowly decided to start pre-ordering the figures I really want to get my hands on prior to mm-hmm. thanks to the good the good people at Ringside Collectibles. Honestly, I'm gonna eventually ask them if they can give us a code so we can start getting 10% off. And some of the loyal listeners can get a 10% discount at least off of some figures. But uh I pre-ordered this week Biggie Kofi Kingston and the Stevie Wonder Xavier Woods figure, along with Daniel Bryan with the two different heads. Um, that's my pre-orders. I so technically they're mine. They're already coming. Um, also, hashtag Mr. Pre-order. Yeah, hashtag Mr. Pre-order. Also, uh, I was able to snag. Um, and indeed, I just got the email a couple of days ago that mm-hmm. my Deadpool talking head is on the way soon. Which may Ooh. be which may be a special guest on the show eventually. <laughs> and it'll, uh, it'll be good to have another weight on the show. Ooh. I like that. I like that. It'd be nice to have another weight. Um also I picked up at Zap Comics, shout out to Corey, Ben, uh, all the guys there. Um, I was able to pick up some comics. Nothing really big this week, comic wise. Um I don't, I don't but, think anything big this week would have happened for you, Comic Wars, considering you got that lovely, graded, fermentedly sealed comic from them. Oh, I don't think oh, anything tops that at this point. I, 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 I really don't think it does. And I want to, again, <laughs> say thank you. Now that Big Heck has brought it up, I got to share the story a little bit. Okay. Again, I want to thank Corey. This whole entire time during the COVID era, um... I had COVID. I couldn't leave the house. 
mom was mom had her moment with covid she couldn't leave the house i still needed comics i was getting bored and i needed things to do so luckily zap was one of the first comic book stores to say you can order your books and we'll ship them out to you doesn't matter or you can do curbside pickup i decided since i can't leave the house i do not want to put a risk out there hashtag wear a mask hashtag if you're sick stay the fuck home mm-hmm. um in quarantine um and Corey and ben and anybody else who would listen over at zap made sure i got my books mailed to me at least two days after i placed an order um every time and they were so accommodating all the time any any book i was looking for i got it anything i I needed i got even books from boogie gargano i picked up um stuff like that uh once covid passed i still kept the orders up but i was able to go in person to pick up books so one day last week after uh, mama way's successful surgery uh big heck and i decided to go to zap you know mama way was resting she was in the hospital i was gonna she was gonna be released the next day and i was like yeah let's just go to zap you know i gotta get clear my head a little bit it's been a very hectic day so he was like yeah let's go so the minute the second we get in there i see Corey. hey you know usual greeting hi guys how you doing says hi to heck you know we see the usual suspects he says, hey, wait, oh, here's your books. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then he says, hey, well, hold on, wait, I have something else for you. I just want to say thank you for making these purchases during, you know, the COVID and help keeping Zap, you know, moving. And, you know, we appreciate you. You're a valued customer. So he hands me something in plastic and, like, heavy plastic. And it looks like it's very important. So I'm like, what the heck is this? So I turn it over, and he knows I'm a Batman guy. He knows, mm-hmm. obviously, due to the orders and things I get and things I come in for. And he, I, he knows because he's seen this literally at every Batman Midnight release. I had, I was given All-Star Batman number one variant cover by Jock. It was graded, and it is a 9.8. That humbled me. I am incredibly grateful for Zap for that. One of the most humbling moments I've ever had to deal with. And honestly, I appreciate Zap so much. One of the, if not, it is the greatest comic book store in the world. And down, if you're in the Jersey area, go check it out. I don't, I can't pull up the address right now. I'll probably post it in the um, comments uh, once we put the episode up. But again, right. thank you, Zap. Um, pickups, pickups, pickups. Uh, Oh, I got the Joker pop from Batman 89. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was um, something that was there when I went to go pick up my books this week. So you got the Nicholson Joker. Yes, it's the Nicholson Joker with not the little artsy hat. It's top hat Joker. Right. Uh, The the date with him and Vicky. No, 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 no. Oh, the float? The float. That one. Um, Then I was able to, what else did I pick up? Man, I feel like I picked up a lot this week, but I just don't remember it coming or it being around. Oh, um, I picked up a shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees. I got the legit Sea Dog shirt, which is <laughs> a combination of um legit Layla Hirsch, who we've seen at Battle Club before, um, Domi XO and Ashley Vox, who are the Sea Stars, and um. 
Davian, who was one half of the top dogs team in independent wrestling with um, Hot Scoop Skyler. And I really enjoyed them. Their TikToks are hilarious. I love following them. So guys, if you get a chance, follow them on TikTok. Their TikToks are hilarious. I actually sent one to Big Heck that actually made him laugh. And it's from Delmi with the whole Selena reference. He was like, I can't believe her. He's like, I, I have to support her now because of this. <laughs> Even though he was already a fan, the C-Stars won Even though it was. Mm-hmm. The C-Stars definitely won him over. Let's see what their theme song. Come on now. Hooked on mm-hmm. a feeling. You can't beat that. Um, oh, my God. I, I feel like I have to kick a little alien rodent <laughs> every time I, I hear that song. <laughs> um, I was also able to pick up the Bailey and Sasha all the gold t-shirt this week on www.shop.com. That's right. For those not in the know, Sasha Banks is now hashtag two belts banks. Guys, that's right. Two B-E-L-T-Z-B-A-N-K-S. Sasha Banks is officially the Raw Women's Champion after defeating Asuka to become Raw Women's Champion, I believe, for the fifth time. I believe so fifth time. It is, so are, is it safe to say that she'll probably end up losing it again in like a month? And that'll be a total of, what, five months that she was a Raw Women's Champion? Don't don't sully my moment. Maybe, maybe four and a half. Don't, don't you sully. Don't you I'm sully just, my you moment. Know, I'm yeah, you're keeping it realistic. I mean, she beat Asuka. It's okay. Asuka's, uh, but I will give Asuka credit. She has beaten every one of the four horsewomen. Every single one of them, except Sasha. Every single one, except Sasha. When it counted, but moving on. Um, oh, it wasn't. Wasn't she the longest? At at one point, she was the longest reigning NXT Women's Champion. I think she still has that. No, wait. I don't think. No, she I ever, think Shayna broke that. Yeah, Shayna broke that. Besides other things that Shayna's broken, that Oscar's done. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow, you are coming up strong here, sir. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it's my allergies. Yeah, man, what else did I pick up or do? Man, geez, it feels like a lot went on. Oh, I'm still currently listening to the Sandman um, audiobook. I'm really enjoying it. I'm on chapter 9 or 10, I believe. Mm. Um, yeah, well, Lovely Hill Carm. You're, you're, you're coming towards the end. Yes, where Lovely Hill Carm, your, your wife, has finished. Mm-hmm. Also, I also finished The Last of Us Part Two. Finally, I have a review. I give it a four and a half out of five. I'm nice. not going to go into spoiler details. I like the ending. I understood it once I saw it. There was so much going on. I'm not going to go into details. You guys, if you know, you know the game's been out for like two months. So, honestly, it is what it is. It's a great game. I enjoyed it. I honestly think there might be a third. I just don't know when, but it will be coming. And now I'm on to Ghost of Tsushima. I am just honestly stuck. Should I do it with the English and English subtitles or should I be like the good brother Big Heck over here and do it where it's the uh, Japanese subtitles with the with the, the English, I mean the Japanese, in Japanese with the okay. English subtitles? Mm. Just for the sake of your enjoyment and stuff, it's just easier for you to play through. Mm-hmm. You might as well just do it with the English dub. Okay. All right. 
Now, when I started playing it, mm-hmm. once I get done doing daddy mode at home, mm-hmm. sending up the kids' beds, the new beds, and you know, the new couch comes in and everything else, and I can actually sit for a moment and have some time for Big Head. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll play it through with the Japanese audio. All right. Sounds lavish, my brother. Sounds lavish indeed. Um, let's see. Uh, Comic-Con again. <laughs> Woo, Comic-Con at home. You a lot went on between the movies, news, TV news, and we're going to touch on some of that because this show is basically Comic-Con Part 2, along mm-hmm. with a review of Transformers, the Netflix series. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to go into some of the new figures that were released finally to see what they look like. Yep, pretty After much. So this is them. more pre-orders for Gene, for Brother yeah. Wade. Yes, yes, yes. Um, now, a figure I wanted to touch on again was, we have more details on it. It's the Keith Lee from Series 82. Um, he is wearing... Gray trunks with pink with pink outline, and come to find out, and we just found this out again, or maybe we talked about it last episode. It's hard to remember, keep track of everything with so much going on. This is the Keith Lee Chase. Big heck, I'm gonna hand this over to you real quick. What figure or what attire do you think is in the line that would make this this outfit particular outfit for Chase? I'm trying to think only because I this chase has got me really stumped. I'm mm-hmm. trying to remember when he wore the gray and pink, and I can't place it. I'm trying to – it wasn't the in-your-house pay-per-view. Um, could it have been when he faced Dijakovic? It could have been when he fought Dijakovic. At the at takeover, I just don't. Which takeover was that? I think that was the one before. Uh, was it the, the one before Chicago? No. What? Oh, was it the one? It was the it was the one that was Royal Rumble weekend. No, not Royal Rumble weekend. Royal Rumble weekend. Oh, wait collide. a minute! I think I know what this is. Um, dude, I honestly think, I think this is the, uh, this is the, the colors that he wore for this one. Mm-hmm. I think it was for breast cancer awareness. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. That's cool. I like that. I don't, I just don't know what the, what the, uh, regular one that's going to be in the line is going to be, and I hope it's, it's a dope one. Most likely, it's going to end up just being um, it's probably going to be him in the black trunks with the hoodie. So it'll just probably be like his normal ring attire. Mm-hmm. It's either going to be the it's probably going to be either the black or, or the blue. True, true. Also, we have in the line another um, Figure returning or star returning to the line. We have Jomo, John Morrison, one half of Miz and Morrison. 
and his figure looks pretty dope. It comes with the attachable arm, you know, different arms. I'm, I was wondering and hoping it would come with the shades. Oh, those shades. It probably that. will. You know, this is just what we got now. Not a bad figure. I'm gonna probably pick it up because I like Jomo. He's not a bad. He's not bad. He's one of the best probably in the ring uh, today. And the Gronk figure with 24/7 championship. And we'll include the, the Gronk Mania jacket, but mm, mm, moving on. <laughs> this is a waste of a figure. It is. It really is. We also found out Wave 3 that there will be a sneak peek, and we just saw a little sneak peek of it. Darby Allen will be getting a, a figure in the AEW Unrivaled series in Wave 3. But, brother, um, let's jump into the moment where i'm gonna let you have the mic for a little bit i'm gonna let you rock out and it's going to be your review of mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy it's gonna be a review of transformers go ahead good brother the floor is all yours <sighs> all right guys so i took yesterday and i took the rest of today to watch netflix's um new anime original series Transformers War of Cybertron. It's honestly, it kind of took me by surprise. I wasn't thinking, excuse me, I wasn't really thinking that I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. But not for nothing, Netflix really hit this one out of the park. Um, It's six episodes and it's a three-part series. So for each installment of this anime, we're going to have probably six episodes per chapter. So chapter one for War Cybertron released yesterday, and it's called Siege. And it basically just starts off, you know, everything, everything takes place on Cybertron. There's not one part of this where they're off world, you know, either on Earth or at another location. Um, and we get to see the two factions. Um, you know, we have the Decepticons and we have the Autobots, and it really just shows both sides of the coin, and you kind of get more of a backstory to the Decepticons, where you kind of start feeling a different way about how the Decepticons are. Um, going to a lot of um, detail about how the Decepticons were mistreated. They were treated like slaves. They were um, they were forced to work in uh, Energon mines and they had to do mining. And then some of them were even put into um, battle arenas and they were pitted to fight against each other. We got a little bit of a backstory between um, Megatron and Optimus which was interesting how they were both students of a, uh, a, Cybertronian, a Cybertronian named Alpha Trion, who was one of, I guess, like the, the head people there. And at one point, you start to question almost if, you, you start to question if almost like, is Optimus wrong? Like is he in the wrong in this, or is is Me- like it, at this point almost Megatron is validated <laughs> in the shit that he's doing 
granted, he goes about it kind of like the wrong way, which we all we've all known. But you kind of don't fault the guy at one point, you know, considering all the shit that he's gone through. But you get to see a lot of um, a lot of familiar faces come pop up. You get Bumblebee, uh, Ironhide's in there, uh, Wheeljack, uh, Fire's there, which was actually Jetfire being there was actually pretty dope to see. Um, Starscream's annoying ass is there. If you're a fan of the Transformers series, I'm gonna highly recommend that you take the time, sit down and watch the six episodes for Siege. And once you get towards the very last episode, it's such a cliffhanger. It just leaves you hanging for the next chapter. Uh, I don't know when the next chapter is going to release, but as soon as it does, I'll probably end up binging through all of the episodes just in time for the next review for this anime. but yeah, given the time that you know I watched it and I got to really pay attention to it, it was interesting just to see how so many of the characters that we've grown up to love and possibly even hate, they just started popping up. Like you got to see Soundwave and Shockwave was there. Um, you know, the Seekers, which was uh, Starscream and his crew. Um, Soundblaster was there, which is the knockoff Soundwave, which I thought was really funny. Um, yeah, and then even RC shows up, so like even seeing RC, that was kind of like a throwback to like to the G1 series. Like, I haven't seen RC pop up almost anywhere, and it was really just it was kind of I love the fact that it just went into so much detail with like the backstory between Optimus, Ultra Magnus. And, and Megatron, especially the fact that um, Ultra Magnus kind of plays such a big role. And you kind of start seeing different things like why Ultra Magnus and Optimus were kind of like this perfect pairing when they teamed up. You know, Ultra Magnus was the, the war general. He, the one who commanded the, the troops. While Optimus was the one who sat there and did all like the planning, and he was the one who kind of like just did the leadership role in general. Um, and then seeing a couple of other, f- you know, familiar faces when it came to the Autobots and how they were almost, no, not even almost, they were just actually really pissed with Optimus because of how stubborn he was being in how apparently Megatron kind of gives them an opportunity to surrender and then just to join the, uh, to join their faction. Like Bumblebee is not even associated with any side when you first start watching it. You know, Bumblebee is a loner. He's on his own. He's just trying to survive just to live. You know, Ratchet is in, uh, he's in the series also and Ratchet is, he was like their chief engineer who made the weapons and, you know, he had the technology. Excuse me. And he was the one who was doing a lot of the things for them. And at one point, he just, he wasn't having it anymore. He just wasn't with it. And he just became like a medic and he was healing anybody who was injured. 
that was so interesting to see how in the original like G1 and G2, like you saw how it was just like a straight cut and dry, you know, we're an Autobot, they're Decepticons, that's it, that's where it, you know, that's where it ends. But in these six episodes, you got to see where the lines kind of blurred at one point. And even going into like the backstory with some of the other Transformers, especially with Jetfire, like Jetfire originally was a Decepticon and we all know, you know, for anyone who follows Transformers, that Jetfire does indeed jump sides. He does become an Autobot. You see why he decides to jump ship from the Decepticons to the Autobots. And it was just because over time he starts seeing that, you know, Megatron's original plan to you know, kind of, like, integrate the Autobots into the Decepticon fold. Like, it kind of, his plans kind of shift and kind of change. So, Jeffire's like, no, I'm not down with this. I'm not beat. I'm not trying to eradicate an entire civilization, or I'm not trying to eradicate an entire population. Like, I was with you when, I was, like, I would ride with you when you were trying to bring them in. But you're talking about wiping out all of the Autobots, that's genocide. I'm not fucking with you like that. So Jetfire jumped ship from becoming a Decepticon to the Autobots. So like, that's what I'm loving the fact with the whole series so far. In six half-hour episodes, we got so much backstory between Decepticons, Autobots, and what basically, like, what shit went down that started all of this. And then the very last episode just hits you with a cliffhanger. And you're like, fuck, I gotta wait for chapter two. <laughs> I was like, you. It was so good, though. The voice acting was great. I love the animation on it. And I'm not one for who's really big on. I've said it before, and I've even done it on the standalone anime episodes we've had. Mm-hmm. I'm not big on the whole, you know, um, CGI or like computer animated like animation like I'm not really big on like I'm, I'm almost like a purist when it comes to that like I prefer hand-drawn animes but fuck man if Netflix didn't knock this one out the park with this like it was just really really good I I might actually revisit it over the weekend nice just to so, see if there was anything I missed so brother my question to you is after your visuals after all you saw after everything you've literally just spilled to our lovely audience who gave you the moment, what, it, again, are you going to give this series on, the, on our scale of one to five? On a scale of one to five, this is a 4.75 out of five. Ooh, okay. This so that is means damn near a perfect score. Damn near a perfect score. It's, you have to check it out. It has to be seen. It has to be viewed by human It has eyes. to. If you are it's, a Transformers fan, you got to check it out. Dude, like, even you who is not into Transformers, you know Bumblebee is an Autobot. Mm-hmm. You know, Megatron's Decepticon. You know, you can tell the difference. Right. The shocker, right off the cuff, in the very first episode, Bumblebee has no allegiance to either faction. Wow. That's how far back 
this jumps into and how much of a buildup in a backstory and lore into Transformers. This is how much we're getting initial. That's when I sat there and I said, they're doing this right because they're giving me everything I want to know of what the hell happened on their planet before they landed on Earth. Nice. You know what? I may have to do it. I may have to jump in there and check it out, brother. I may have to. And the voice acting is on par. Like, it's... On par with the movies? <sighs> wait, wait. First of all, hold on. Wait, <laughs> I'm joking. Wait. I'm joking. I, you know, I got to trigger you a little bit. Is it on par with some of the amazing voice acting we've had from... Like, Peter Weller is... If I'm not mistaken, let me just double check to make sure I'm not putting my foot in my mouth. But I can almost guarantee you, I believe they pulled the original voice actors for for Optimus and for Megatron. And if that's if if that's true, I'm telling you now, this this is a banger right off the bat. Like they just there's like no there's I see no fault in it whatsoever. And I'm gonna tell you in like two point five seconds. Uh Okay, so Megatron is voiced by someone else, and uh, no, this is a whole new cast, it looks like. I was almost positive that we were going to, yeah, we got a whole new cast of voice actors for this. I was almost positive we got the original Peter Waller for Optimus, but we did it. Okay. He did the the, the Michael Crappe uh, Optimus. <laughs> which I'm not going to go on to rant about how pissed off BBA. Michael Bay just continues to shit on my childhood. But BBA. apparently Michael Bay is only good at doing two things, explosions and making bad boy films. And that, my friends, is one of the many glorious big heck takes that you will get within the Ninja episode exclusively on the Fourth Wall Pop Network, because that's where you can find us now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the face he has right now is just so pricey right now, legit. Triggered so, right now. Like, I feel like I have to rant about this. Don't. Please don't. We're not going to rant. We're going we're gonna to be positive today. We're going to be fucking Michael Bay. We're going to be good, positive people. Now, good brother. Right, yeah, let's move on. I wanted to touch on... Oh, triggered. Oh, my God. I'm triggered already. Go back to that image. Oh, motherfucker. No, 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 no. We're not going to touch on that yet. We're going to save it. We're going to save it. I wanted to talk about something that's not going to have you so triggered. And it's something we've been talking about for a while. And it was announced last week. And I definitely definitely knew about it. But now we have a trailer. And we know what's going to be happening. This week, we got a awesome very dope trailer for dc showcase animated shorts and we didn't know what the animated short was we thought it was gonna be like maybe like what 10 minutes of an explanation and then just move on right actually a full-length short film or i mean what full-length short films other words it is an interactive animated short film for batman death of the fam death in the family and it'll be on blu-ray and digital on october 13th of this year um this story follows what happened years ago. I remember this storyline as a kid growing up. Jason Todd, the second Robin out of the 
the four, the five Robins in continuity or four in continuity due to rebirth now um, was the second Robin after Dick Grayson left the mantle of Robin and became Nightwing did his own thing. Um, Jason Todd was a Robin, but he was a very different type of Robin. He had, he was more aggressive. He was more arrogant. Arrogant. He was more street savvy. He was more ruthless. Yeah. And a lot of fans were not too thrilled with him uh, taking up the mantle of someone as beloved as Dick Grayson. So, in the comic book world, there was an arc called Death in the Family, where Batman and the and Robin had to go up against the Joker, who was doing something overseas. It was a whole big time with Jason finding his birth mother, and it eventually leads ultimately to his death. Now, here's where the interactive part comes in. In the comic books, set in the 80s, there was a hotline at the end of the issue when the explosion happened, where you could call in and DC had two endings. Batman saves Jason Todd or Jason Todd dies. Heck, mm. do you think uh, Jason Todd survived? Do you think the fans voted for him? I, I, I want to try nope. to Exactly. They did not. Jason Todd was killed off due to a hotline. of I don't know the percentage of votes, but I heard it was a pretty either close or a little bit over the over of him surviving uh, eventually he does he does get he gets killed in the next issue there is a funeral batman goes through his grieving process we come to find out jason todd is brought back later now let's fast forward an amazing animated movie called batman under the red hood came out in, I believe, and heck, correct me if I'm wrong, 2010? Yes, and it's officially one of my top, top, if not almost damn near number one favorite Batman animated film. I think, you know what, before Death in the Family comes out, we may have to revisit under Red Hood and do a review. I'm just all for, for it. Just for shits and gigs, just to have fun, because we both I hold that movie within the DC animated universe with such major praise. Um, I, I am I am so down to do a review for Under the Red Hood. I virtually know that movie from beginning to end. No, believe me, we all do. If you've never seen it, please go take the time to see it. Now it's available on all digital apps to get it. It's on DC Universe. It's on HBO Max. I know that. Um, but... Mm-hmm. And this animated short, fans will get to decide Jason Todd's fate just like they did years ago. And this movie will serve as a prequel to Under the Red Hood. Fans will decide Jason Todd's fate in three different scenarios. And each decision will provide a different outcome for Jason Todd and Batman, as well as many other different other characters throughout this story. Now, my take, before I get hand the mic over to you, brother, is I am mm-hmm. so happy that they legit have brought back majority. I don't know if Jensen Ackles is part of this or Neil Patrick Harris. Um, majority of the cast from Under the Red Hood, the animation style is exactly as it was in 2010 with Under the Red Hood. Um, I can't wait for this movie. I'm going to do all three scenarios. I want to see how this 
he's out. What will happen to Jason Todd? I think we kind of know the la- the latter one, where if he dies, what happens later? Right. I want to see what happens if we choose the other endings. I mean, the alternate uh, endings. And it was, spoil- it's not a spoiler because it was shown in the trailer. Either Batman saves Robin or Robin saves himself, I believe. Mm-hmm. He gets so out. He gets out. Those are the other two options. But I can't wait for this movie. I'm excited. I want to see. There was some cool little Easter eggs shown and some cool little changes from what happened in Under the Red Hood that happened in this movie. And one of them being Red Robin pops up. But I'm, I'm going to give my little thoughts on that after I hand the, good, the mic off to the good brother. Big Heck, what do you think about Death in the Family, bro? I like the twist of the fact that DC is now making it an interactive. Um, it kind of gives... It gives the viewers, it gives the fan base the chance to alter the timeline and and give like their own, you know, just to see what would happen if things if the events were to change. Um, it would be interesting to see if Jason, you know, if he had ever survived and he decided to don the mantle of Red Robin, you know. Mm-hmm. Instead of Tim Drake, I I think that's an interesting twist. I don't know if I like it, <laughs> just because <laughs> of the fact that I'm so used to Jason Todd being the uh, the asshole of the group. You know, before Damien shows up, then he's just you know Damien takes over being the little the little arrogant shit that he is. <laughs> You know, but it's it's interesting, and I I really want to see what would happen if either a Batman got there just in time to save Jason, or you know if Jason was able to crawl out and save himself before the explosion. I want to. You don't know where, brother. I didn't mean to catch up. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's interesting. It's kind of like got I me. Mean, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if I want to know. It's it's kind of like that. You're kind of like stuck in the middle. Like, you want to know, but then you don't want to know because you don't want to mess with something because it's so good already. And if it's not broken, you don't want to, you know, if it ain't broke, why fix it? Right. Type of deal. Like, so then why are you going to play with my emotions and give me a different timeline? Well, one of the things is with DC Universe, as you know, the DC Universe likes to play the multiverse game. Now, this is a movie, again, that takes place with alternate universes where, yeah, you know, usually when it's explained, the one thing that we know happens is Jason Todd dies in the explosion. He is brought back to the Lazarus pit and comes back as, un- comes back as the Red Hood in Under the Red Hood and the comic book series that was named, it was named for. Um, right. In this one, it's like, yo, there's so many little trailer, little shots we got in the trailer. Like, he becomes hush. He book, he he's. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. I I didn't know if that was just him prior to becoming Red Hood. Like he just bandaged himself up real quick until he found a a, I guess a helmet that he liked. Mm-hmm. Or was that him as Hush? Um, okay, well, in Hush, 
I, I'm trying to remember in the comic book if it happened in Hush. I, I think it did, but it may have been cut out of the animated movie because I haven't read Hush in so long. I may have to go back and revisit it. Probably going to do it after we finish recording because um, I read so much. Um, right. At one point, Batman confronts Hush and Hush, reveal, Hush reveals himself to be Jason Todd. And legit looks just like Jason Todd at an age with the gray streak in the hair and all that. And Batman is shocked. He can't believe it. Turns out it's Clayface. But in the background, if you if you read Under the Red Hood, um, it's explained that Jason Todd set that up with Clayface to throw Batman off during his battle with Hush in that storyline. Okay. So that could be one of the scenarios that happened. The Red Robin thing is the other thing that has me a little, what? Yeah. First, first of all, oh my God, I can't believe they went with the actual Red Robin costume where he, where it looks like his mask is a wave cap just pulled down. A lot of people did not like that Red Robin costume and eventually they just said, yo, we'll give you your domino mask back and you can still have the rest of the outfit. And that's that's my favorite Red Robin outfit, personally. With the wave cap or without? Without, without where he has a domino mask, but he still has the same outfit, minus right. the, minus the domino mask, minus the uh, wave cap mask. Um, come to find out, I guess Jason Todd becomes Red Robin and kills. And you see it in the trailer; he kills Black Mask the way he was trying to as Red Hood and under the Red Hood. Red Black Mask didn't make it out the building like he did under the Red Hood. He actually gets blown up and, and goes. Um, I, I kind of dig the weight cap look. You're one of those few. <laughs> I'm in the minority for this. You are so in the minority. <laughs> and I'm using this voice because. I'm just saying, didn't look that bad. I love you. No. No, no. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Batman voice kicked in. But. God, no. God, no. I'm not doing that. No. I don't want to do that. They go Batman so good. I was actually having a conversation with my cousin about that, man. That movie is still holds up as one of my favorite animated movies about a character I love besides Into the Spider-Verse, where those movies legit not only had mad Easter eggs, but also made fun of themselves a little bit too. Oh, yeah. Characters. So that, that's another, those are another two movies you have to see. And I definitely recommend you check out. Um, but moving on to something that I am excited for that I know Big Heck has been interested in for a little bit before we go into the main event of the show. It has been announced that Haley Stansfield, and I know her from so many different movies, it's very hard to keep track. I don't want I may have to pull up her IMDb just to remember some of her movies, but she has officially been announced and cast as Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop, said her name wrong um, by accident. Sorry, guys. I am so, so <laughs> excited. She's going to be playing Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye Disney Plus series. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. That's the movie she was in that I was really a big fan of. <gasps> Wait a minute. She was in Into the Spider-Verse. That's right. She played Spider-Gwen. And she's going to play her in part two. She also played, she's also in another movie I really, really liked. So I just pulled up uh-huh. her movie list. Is The Edge of Seventeen. I don't know if you've seen that. The Edge of Seventeen yes. is a really good movie. Also, she's in Bumblebee, which I haven't yep. seen. I haven't seen Bumblebee. It was you pretty have. good. You have. I haven't. Right. It was it was actually pretty decent. And we all know how much I loathe Michael Bay at this point. Fuck you, Bay. Fuck you. No no ranting. No ranting. You said you were gonna you said you weren't gonna do it. You said you weren't okay, gonna do it. So you... Bumblebee was actually a pretty decent film. Um even with John Cena in it, even though you don't see him the majority of the film. Um almost spit my drink out. You're an <laughs> asshole. No, but all jokes aside, it was actually pretty good. Do you legit not see him in the majority of the movie? No, no, no. You do. You do. You was just being an asshole. Oh, Um, (laughs) it was actually a pretty decent film, and she did amazing. She did absolutely amazing in the film. Okay. Um, it was just interesting to see how their interpretation of how Bumblebee got there, Mm -hmm. and what he was supposed to be doing, and then how like it just all transpired and like all the shit hit the fan there, but. Again, you know, it was it was really good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Hashtag fuck you, Michael Bay. Stop it. Stop it now. <laughs> Behave. But speaking of Hawkeye. Yeah, let's talk about this, shall we? Okay. <laughs> Earlier this week, Fans got to go to watch the Avengers War Table Part 2 on the PlayAvengers.com YouTube channel. Um, Mm -hmm. We got news about the beta, finally, which includes a bunch of single-player missions. And in the one mission we get to play in the beta, which is on PS4, we get to play as Kamala Khan, and she teams up with Hulk as the infiltrator aim base in the forests of the Pacific Northwest. The beta will provide players with a comprehensive hands-on experience of the game ahead of its worldwide launch on September 4th. Now, besides knowing about the beta, more customization of characters, a whole bunch of other stuff was revealed. Big Hack, do you want to know what was revealed? Who did they reveal? During the war table, we got a sneak peek and one of the first heroes that'll be added to the game. Guess what? You don't have to pay for it. This is DLC. You don't have to pay for it. Ooh, okay. Shout out to Square Enix. Um, Clint Barton's Hawkeye. In an original story arc inspired by some of the best-known Hawkeye moments in comics, fans will get the opportunity to wield Clint's iconic high-tech bow and, air, bow and trick arrows in missions or in solo missions or in co-op online with friends. Okay. So they also said Hawkeye's story will continue to move the entire Marvel's Avengers Initiative narrative world forward. And all new missions are accessible with the entire roster of playable heroes. So besides Hawkeye, there will be more heroes announced. Nice. Um, 
if you are trying to play the beta, the beta program begins on August 7th, exclusively for PlayStation owners who have pre-ordered the game and will be available until August 9th. On August 14th, the beta will be available for all PlayStation users and will end on August 16th. Mm. Then finally, on August 21st, the beta will be available to all PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC players and run through August 23rd. Now, you have to make a Square Enix account, which I already did to play the beta. I already have one. Everyone who signs up for the account will receive a Thor in-game nameplate in the final game. That's dope. No issues with that. Now, besides, besides Hawkeye, I think I have an idea who the next character is who is going to be revealed. And but I'll get cool. to uh, you. Oh, you want me to tell you? Yeah. Who do you think okay. it is? Captain Marvel. Kamala Khan's there. Yeah. You know Captain Marvel has to in the background. And also, we know Ant Man, Hank Pym, is in the game as well. So come on now. It's, it's, we're going to get a mix of Avengers in this game. I don't know if we'll get that web slinger involved, but I feel there will be a lot I hope so. more. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's got his own things to deal with. In his own game. But you never know. You never know. Square Enix could throw a curveball at us and say, Spider-Man's in the game too. But I feel we're going to get a lot of Avengers from the movies who we've seen before. I feel Falcon may pop up. No, wait, no. I take that back. I like Falcon comic book-wise. I don't like him movie-wise. You know why. Um, no. And I don't, and Anthony Mackie's a great actor. I do like him, but the way he, the way Falcon juice is just terrible, punching bag. But um, we also got some stills and we got some concept art for Hawkeye. Um, I for one, before I go into this, guys, I said we weren't gonna have an unhinged rant, but Big Heck is gonna have one. I'm just gonna do the positive before we go into the negative. I am completely fine with how Hawkeye looks. I have no issues. Don't say anything yet, Big Heck. This is gonna be your time. I'm- I'm staying quiet. I'm very cool with it. I'm happy with the look. I got mix, I got a little vibe of this is Hawkeye with a mix of Ronin stuff. That's why he has the short hair, like buzz cut. And honestly, I cannot wait to use Hawkeye because he was one of the main people that I said from the jump. Why isn't he here in the main cast? Where the hell is Hawkeye? Right. Thank and you know what? I know his alternate gear, they're gonna have that. Stupid, stupid, stupid mask. I can't stand. I hate that mask so much. <laughs> it looks so stupid on him. I like the look he currently has in the game and in the comics. But, guys, again, before I go into it, into this, I'm going to pull up a disclaimer. Please give me a second before we go into this. I want to make sure that this goes off without any type of um, hitches. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I want to make sure I have the right one. Oh, Lord. Are we really doing this? Yes, we are. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this disclaimer is brought to you by Fourth Wall Pop Network and Big Heck Weight Adventures. 
All views and opinions expressed on this podcast by Big Hat are his own and do not represent the opinions of any entity within the Fourth Wall Pop Network or Big Hat and Weird Adventures whatsoever, which he has been and am now or are, will ever be affiliated with. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to present to you a Big Heck unhinged segment about Hawkeye and his role and everything involved with Hawkeye in the square, upcoming Square Enix Avengers game. Big Heck, the floor is yours. Thank you for that disclaimer. You're welcome. By the way. Um, so yeah, let's get back into it. Uh, good brother. Go back to that image for me one more time. Absolutely. Here you go. Okay. So you enjoy, you like this concept art. That's possibly the end game, right? Yes. Okay. I have a couple of issues with it. Number one, I'm, I'm not a fan of the suit. It looks mm-hmm. like you guys got a dollar store version of fucking Nightwing suit. Ouch. I don't know if that purple shit on his chest is supposed to be an H or if it's you guys are ripping off of the Nightwing logo. I'm not a fan of it whatsoever. Number two, this is just lazy concept art. It's extremely lazy. You guys basically ripped off of three different video games to put this together. Because if I was to give you three side-by-side images of three separate video game characters, lead protagonists in the game, you guys would legit sit there and be like, damn, he's right. Number one, you got Hawkeye out here looking like Starkiller from fucking Star Wars, The Force Unleashed. That's number one. Number two... He damn near looks identical to the main character in Infamous. Or, to pull one of yours, he looks like fucking Robin from the Arkham series. This is lazy as hell. This is just lazy development, guys. This is just lazy. This is just lazy concept art. I'm not a fan of it whatsoever. As a matter of fact, you know what this looks like to me? I'm going to be honest. Number one, I'm just noticing his boots right now. Why is he wearing calf-high boots? That's 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 not in any way, shape, or form. That's not even like... What is the word I'm looking for? Stealthy? He looks like he's wearing hooker boots. Yo, come on, man. Real talk, he looked like he got some streetwalker hooker boots on. That's number one. Number two, I again, it looks like a complete another ripoff of the Nightwing outfit. And then you got him shooting one of his bows, and what's coming out of it is electricity. Last time I checked, Nightwing uses a bow staff that separates into two separate weapons, which are called screamers, and they generate electricity. Motherfucker, you guys basically took Nightwing's concept and slapped it on. You slapped it on Hawkeye. You guys, this is not, this is not the level of quality that I expect from Square Enix, at all. Marvel, what the fuck? What are you doing to me? 
this is just poor development and this is a cheap and this is a very piss poor concept art i'm not a fan of this stop pulling from other video games you basically took star killer and infamous and you smashed them into one character and they both happen to have skin tight fades what the hell hey hey ain't nothing wrong with a skin tight fade no, brother, wait, there isn't. But when you damn near look identical to two other video game characters from two other production companies, I feel like there is an issue with it. Now, don't you think? All right. <laughs> uh, again, the views and opinions of you are strictly of you. I'm going to have a rebuttal to this once you're finished. This isn't Ronin. This isn't a concept of Ronin or like even reminiscent of Ronin. This is like Streetwalker Hawkeye. Is the unhinged rant over or you have more to go in on? No, no, no. I'm going to go and get me uh, another cup of this lavish uh, Brickhouse Power Coffee. Okay. Because um, Lord knows that the lazy-ass developers over at Square Enix needed something because I'm pretty sure they could have came up with a better concept than this shit. Oh, wow. Okay. Again, <laughs> that was a big heck unhinged segment surrounding his thoughts on Hawkeye in the upcoming Square Enix Avengers game. I have a rebuttal to this. Could the concept art be a little better? Absolutely. I feel like I said, they're pulling a lot from different parts of the character's story arcs throughout their um, their runs. And I feel it's a mix of Ronin with Hawkeye's current look. Also, again, there's customizable looks and Hawkeye can be changed. He does not have to look the way he looks currently at the moment. Now, you did say you do not like the fact that Hawkeye has electric arrows. I have pulled up a list from the comic books of some of the arrows Hawkeye has had and has used throughout the years. Okay. Oh, so we're gonna get we're gonna get the list of green arrows um weaponry. Okay. Dude, come on now. You know I love dudes with bows and arrows either way. But Hawkeye, I just... Me and you are going to have to sit down and have a discussion about Hawkeye, and I'm going to have to have you read some Hawkeye material. Because damn Look, it... I, I like the character. I like Clint Barton. I have no issues with Clint Barton. My issues that I'm having right now is purely on the developers from Square Enix. Mm-hmm. Granted, he's customizable. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Give me Avengers Endgame, Hawkeye. Where you look like Ronan? Give me that one. Give me that customization, and I'll be happy. They'll probably give you Golden Black Ronan's outfit in the comic from the comics. So probably oh, give you I'm, that. It doesn't even have to be the Golden Black. You can just give me the hairstyle. Give me the full Hawk style. Jeez. Okay. But I'm to go back, saying, I, I know. Stop. And you know what? You keep talking. You keep saying how, you know, there's there's all these different things that go on with Clint and how he jumps from different things. I didn't know Clint was in Star Wars: The Force Unleashed. Bro, That's come amazing. on, come on. That's awesome. Stop. I didn't know he was in the Star Wars universe. Stop. And better man. yet, can you tell me how he made it into Infamous and Infamous Two? That's pretty fantastic. Yo, come. You know what? You know what? Big <sighs> you, you're being a little. 
you're being a little heelish right now. I'm about to call you heel hack right now. You're being a little heelish, but absolutely, I'm being heelish. I Fuck know. Bay. I am I'm bringing it back up. Come on, you <laughs> mean Michael Bay mode, um, bro? Okay, so listen, I just want to talk about the arrows a little bit before we move on. Okay, Hawkeye has had normal piercing arrows, exploding arrows, an arrow equipped with an electronic hacking module and an arrow with a repelling and zip cord attached. Other arrows he has had as, as a blunt tip when he doesn't want to puncture anything, anything, acid arrows, bola net arrows, boomerang arrows, ricochet arrows, electrical arrows, usually with a taser on the stick, EMPs, firefighting foam arrows, so, you know, to put out a fire, um, flare and flashlight arrows. Those are ones I didn't know about. I knew about the flare, but I didn't know about the flashlight one. Um, Nullifier energy damping arrows. I've seen him use those before. Um, rocket assisted arrows for that extra range. Smoke arrows, sonic arrows, tear gas arrows. He also has magnetic arrowheads that are also used as an improvised EMP di disruption. Putty arrowheads and suction cup arrowheads for the little when he wants to stick to a wall. Um, honestly, Hawkeye has had many different arrows over the time. I am very excited that Clint Barton is a part of this game. I know you're upset with Square Enix development development team on what they've done with the character and the concept art and how he looks and all that. I get it. I understand it. I'm excited just to see Hawkeye in the game, one. And two, eventually the other characters that will be released throughout the game. Like we know, I think if you pre-ordered, you get Ant-Man off the bat. Ant-Man okay. Hank Pym is in the game. And that was shown in the OG trailer we got two years ago. Right. God, where where um, Black Widow looked very mannish. Yeah, where they had where the development team, we, we voiced our opinion. And they definitely made huge improvements. I'm just glad they got rid of the Crimson Chin look. Yeah, they made her look a lot better. Um, yeah. Introducing Kamala Khan. Also... Captain Marvel low keys in the game. I want to see where she's gonna do because I feel she's gonna be there. Because you meant they mentioned her in right. uh if you go on the website to the Avengers game, they mm -hmm. give you Kamala's room. They show you Kamala's room in Jersey City. And one of well, the big posters you, there. Yeah, you I, get you know, to you get to see the gameplay with her. Yeah, you got to see the gameplay with her. But Kamala's room in Avengers, and I'm gonna pull it up on on the laptop while we're recording. Um, it shows Captain Marvel, a Captain Marvel poster, and how she would look if she was in the game. Okay. Um, her secret hideout. So I'm gonna pull up this picture, and I'm going to make it bigger so Big Heck can have a nice little look at it. And you know, it is what it is there. And I want him to honestly see this, and I want, and I, like, I'm excited because if this is what Captain Marvel is looking like. It's the OG Captain Marvel look when Kelly, when Kelly Sue was writing her. As you can see, mm -hmm. the Avengers Day poster in the background. Right. We've got... Uh, with Kamala Khan on there. With Kamala Khan taking a photo with them. She also... They also, you can see uh, some of the cool Avengers stuff running around. She even has an Avengers beanbag. Well, Captain America shield beanbag. But if you go further into her room, you can see... Captain Marvel is very heavily represented throughout this. As you can see, it's 
in in the left hand side by the television, there is a picture of the iconic cover when Kelly Sue DeConnick took over and made Captain Marvel. And I will fight somebody till the end of my days. She killed it when it came to Captain Marvel. She made me yeah. love Captain Marvel as a character. I'm digging the throw pillows that she's got. I'm digging them too. That that Hulk got, and, and Captain America pillows are dope. Yes, sir. You see, and you see so many other things. You see a Captain Marvel. You see the Captain Marvel poster in the background. So that's how Captain Marvel is going to be looking in the game. I have no issues with that. Yeah, I don't. I don't have issues with it. Like, I I really feel like this is going to be a really good game. Mm-hmm. They just need to really tweak certain things. Like, I'm glad that the they tweaked a lot of it, like, as far as, like, the character um, development, like, as far as, like, the way they looked and the designs. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't see much of Captain America, and that's fine, because technically he's dead. Yeah, he, di- he dies in the trailer from, well, dies from what they say in the trailer. I don't, hey. I know he'll be back. They're probably just, like, some weird right. stuck in a time warp shit thing that they'll probably pull off just to bring him back or find a way to convert time. I just really would like to see them. Um, I really hope they change um, his look. Because mm-hmm. his initial look when we first got the trailer was he was looking very... Um, Riot Gear-like. He, he looked like Striker from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. But you know what? Like they said, I, we've seen the customizable looks on the YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different looks these Avengers are going to have. Every single one has different looks and the different looks have different... You know, you're a Square Enix guy. You wear different looks to give you certain power-ups and certain things that you couldn't do with the OG version of what the character was. But, you know what, again, I'm excited for this game. Big Heck, I know you are, too. We're going to eventually sit down and play this together and review it because we can do co-op missions together, which makes it fun. Um, you know you know, I'm using Captain America and Hawkeye off the rip. I'm going to use Hawkeye in his OG version just to make you mad because I love triggering you in some type of way. Um, oh, great. I'm playing. I'm going to be playing a co-op mission with the guy from Infamous. Awesome. Yeah, yeah well, you know, you, you get a kick out of things like that. I know you do. Um <laughs> Good brother. Anything else you want to touch on before we end the show? Um, in video game related news, there was something that I found interesting. I didn't talk to you about it beforehand, but now that we kind of jumped into it, um, something big is happening. I want to say it's this month and it's basically a, uh, it's like a joint, um, a, I want to say like a, like a virtual like a convention mm-hmm. of all the fighting game companies. Ooh. So because okay. we, we're not getting Evo mm-hmm. for the obvious reasons that you've seen on Twitter and everything else, um, um, I believe it's Acura. Which is the uh, the developers who did the um, EX fighting layers, um, or the the new game that's available for DLC, mm-hmm. or it's been out for a while. Um, 
who else is it? It's uh, SNK and I believe Bandai Namco. Um, Arc Systems is going to be in attendance. And I believe Capcom. So I, know, I, I know that got your attention heavy. It, it did only because there is there hasn't been a lot of news going on in regards to um, fighting games. And we didn't see anything between Sony or Xbox, Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Sony or Microsoft hasn't put out anything. So just give me like two seconds while I look this up. Oh, but you know what's um, crazy? Speaking on fighting games, there is a big rumor going around that we will be getting Injustice Part 3. I don't doubt that. There's a big rumor going on about that. Like, they've been talking about that heavy for, like, the past couple of days. And rumor is, and I know we're talking about the fighter con that's going on, we're going to be getting a DC, a DC fandom they're going to be mentioning besides all the great movies we're going to be probably getting in TV shows video games and one of them I heard they're gonna definitely bring out the woodwork is Injustice mm-hmm. Part 3 nice well, go ahead I, brother I, I would love to see an Injustice a new Injustice game because mm-hmm. I love the storyline I thought oh, the yeah. storylines were amazing um, so I'm definitely all for it uh, I'm gonna pick that up most definitely do whenever it comes out <laughs> yeah so, here's the news of what's going to happen. Um, we are supposed to be getting what is called, um, it's Japan Fighting Game Publishers Roundtable. Okay. So, it's Japanese Standard Time on August, on today, August 1st, um, for at 9, I believe, a.m. Mm-hmm. So, um, the ones who are going to be in attendance, um, Bandai Namco has gathered some of the most influential developers in Japanese fighting game communities together for a discussion. And there's going to be multiple new announcements, updates, um, and some interesting conversations. Um, they've called community figures like uh, Tekken series producer, um, Soul Calibur's producer, um, we're going to have representatives from Capcom, SNK, Arc System Works, Koei Tecmo, and Arika. Mm. Um, now, a little bit of a back backstory. If you guys don't know who Arika is, Arika was the ones who gave us, I don't know if you remember that 3D version of Street Fighter that came out on PlayStation, mm-hmm. Street Fighter EX. Mm-hmm. It was the Street Fighter EX Alpha and Alpha 2 and EX Alpha 3. Was it based um, off of the Amazing Street Fighter, the movie? Movie. Fuck you, Michael Bay. Michael Bay didn't have anything to do with that. That's fine. You want to bring up? You want to bring up hurtful shit, ass. <laughs> Such a good. Okay, shotgun shells in the back of the truck. Shut up! Don't you dare do that to me. Uh-huh. Anyway, getting back to this. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they're all going to be in attendance for this, um, publisher, um, this round table. We're supposed to be getting some information regarding any updates for current fighting games or possibly new fighting games. Now, 
Capcom, there will be a Capcom representative there, but they're not going to be doing any type of major announcements. Okay. Capcom is holding their own personal um, event, I believe, August 5th. Now, Really? Right. So now it kind of leaves me in... Uh, I want to say it leaves me not in a state of suspense, but almost fear. And here's the reason why. Capcom has been doing okay with Street Fighter Five. You know, mm-hmm. they come out with the, the character list and everything else. So what could end up happening? A couple of possibilities. We could be looking at a new season pass of Fighters for Street Fighter Five. Mm-hmm. Big what they do. Capcom just basically milking more money out of us. Or could Capcom pull the Dark Horse and announce a brand new Marvel versus Capcom 4? Ooh. Well, they need to redeem themselves after Infinite. <laughs> Glad you brought that up. So, being that Capcom and Marvel have kind of come to an agreement, it seems, and you know, they're working together again we are definitely looking at a very huge possibility of a Marvel versus Capcom 4. Wouldn't be opposed to it. I wouldn't be opposed to it either, Um, especially coming off the heels of the fact that we have a 20th anniversary for Marvel versus Capcom. And one, what is it? One Up Arcade Mm -hmm. has this standalone box where you can get X-Men versus Street Fighter, Marvel versus Street Fighter, the first Marvel versus Capcom game. You know what I'm saying? And I think you can get X-Men Children of the Atom. Or it's um the the gems, the the fight gems game. Oh yeah. With Marvel. Yeah, was, yeah, wasn't that wasn't that the one that had Dazzler in it? Yeah. So all of those type of gameplays, like you can get those on a one-up arcade box. So Capcom definitely has some things that are sitting there that we could possibly be seeing. Or they could just, you know, pull an okie doke and just hit us with some other bullshit. But the fact that I am actually loving is that Bandai Namco is going to be there, which means one of two things. Um, a, we're going to get more characters for Tekken 7, mm-hmm. which there's already a ton anyway. Mm-hmm. Or, and, or, I should say, we're going to get new fighters for Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Right. I would love a new Power Rangers fighting game just to say since you're bringing up. Well, I mean, Power Rangers, you have, what is it, Battle for the Grid? Yeah. Where they've kind of collaborated and they brought all of the Rangers. So you could always play that on a system. Yeah, that's true. Or mobile. Which my boy Ryu and Chung Lee there are there and they have morphers. Um, But there is a strong possibility we may get a new Dragon Ball Fighter game. Ooh, okay. So that's another big thing. Soul Calibur, you know, we could be getting some new characters. SNK is going to be in the building there. So we're going to probably be seeing additional characters for like Samurai Showdown. Um, maybe some actual gameplay footage for King of Fighters 15, mm-hmm. which they've been teasing for a while. There's a lot. It's so a lot to process. I, it's a lot mm. to process. Um, this is all in lieu because of the fact that we're not getting an EVO tournament this year, which absolutely sucks, but 
you know, COVID-related issues and also on the side of there were some issues with people who have hosted Evo. I don't know the full backstory and I don't tend to get into it at this point. But this is very, very huge big news for the fighting game community, um, which I am thoroughly invested in. You may have to hit up Johnny Fraze and um, the good brother Cleverart about this and bring them to you guys and have a conversation. They can just sit there and awe of how much the knowledge of being spread has been put out there. Dude, honestly, I think I do have to do this. Uh-huh. And not for nothing, with the new consoles that are going to be dropping, mm-hmm. how awesome would it be to get Street Fighter Six? Wouldn't be opposed to it. It'd be one of the sellers for me to pick it up. Even though I'm a Mortal Kombat guy, you know I am. I know. But it, it would be dope to either see a Street Fighter Six or some possible, like, I don't know, maybe like a Street Fighter anniversary type deal where we have every character spinning from, you know, Street Fighter 2 coming going through the Alpha series to 3. Wow. Just a massive collab where we get every character from the Street Fighter universe. Slot them all into one game. Okay. Not opposed to that either. Um, Would love something like that, but... Maybe even a a, a redo and a redo over of Street Fighter Tekken. Because I know your thoughts on that game, but we'll talk about that in another another episode. I I would prefer that everyone just take their copy of Street Fighter Cross Tekken and just bury it next to the pile of... Um, Atari ET games, games, Mm -hmm. that would be great. (laughs) And then instead of that, have Bandai Namco focus and create their version of the Tekken Cross Street Fighter, which we have been promised for or we have been shown for quite some time because someone did a still model based off of, I think, Kazuya or Jin from Tekken and they rendered it with Paul's Gi. And we got Ryu. Mm. You already have Akuma there. You have a solid foundation. Let's, come on, move it. Let's play on this. Let's get a process. Let's get it going. Either that or convert Tekken 7 over to a Tekken versus a Tekken Cross Street Fighter and just bring in other Street Fighter characters. That's that's why we like you here. That's why we, you're the the brains of the group and I'm the beauty as usual. It's always yes. been like that, you know, the, the the sexy one here. But uh, dear brother, I think we're coming to that time. Yes, we we're to, definitely coming to an end. Yes, where we have to put this show at an end with a kibosh. Um, yes. Let's knock out all the good stuff that we usually do at the end of this show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. We appreciate it. And again, guys, this episode is available on exclusively to the Fourth Wall Pop Network. <laughs> I'm again, we're gonna apologize, or I'm going to apologize because we we did we had a little fun today, well before recording, and we put out a little episode that you guys will be getting on your feeds, uh, on our feed <laughs> at our time. Yep. We usually drop at ten o'clock on Saturday morning. Um, again, please go and subscribe to the. Fourth Wall Pop Network on all podcast streaming platforms. It's F-O-U-R-T-H-W-A-2-L's P-O-P Network. We like to hashtag. Hip-hop. 
and there are so many amazing shows. Again, Us, if you want to listen to our lovely, luxurious voices every Saturday at 10 a.m., you can. There's Us. There's the other show, which Wave Two Pods, a.k.a. Two Pod Shakur, a.k.a. Double the Pleasure, Double the Wade, is a part of, and that's New Normal Wrestling with the Good Brothers, Matty G, and JC Bones. Also, there is an amazing show called Getting Grill with the Good Brother Smarky, a.k.a. John Grill, a good brother. Please check out his show when you get a chance. The Crossroads will be coming back with Dusty Dave and... It's just going to be amazing, man. I love that mm-hmm. guy. Shout out to Dusty Dave. Brother, I love you so much, man. You are one of the good people out there, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing amazing things. I love you from the bottom of my heart, brother. Um, also, uh, I always mess it up. It's Pop Sports Shorts uh, with, go. with the good brother, Doc Haas, and he brings on different guests all the time. Believe me, I want to do a Mets episode with your brother, so please keep me in mind whenever you want to talk about the Mets. I would love to. We are the diehard Mets fans of the group. I believe there's probably one or two more of us, but as far as it goes, I would love to pop on for a Mets episode. And ending your week, we have the Pop Culture Collective with Smarky, JC Bones, and Doc Haas. You get that episode. You get those episodes every Sunday. Um, Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fourth Pop, Fourth Wall Pop Network on Instagram and Twitter. I believe a Facebook page is coming. Also, you guys can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Big Heckweight ADV on Twitter at Big Heckweight mm-hmm. on Instagram. You can. We also have a Twitch channel. We also have a website coming soon, and we also have a Facebook. We have a Facebook. Yes. And, you know, I also TikTok on the side. So, you know, if you want to follow me on my TikTok, I'm doing my luxurious little shimmies before it's taken down by uh, the Cheeto. Um, at Wade Elson. Also, uh, good brother, I feel like I may have missed some things. Is there anything else we need to cover before we wrap it up? I think we're good, good brother. Oh, yeah, we did, we did, we, we did Brick House. Break house. We did talk about break house, and we did plug our our T public. Yes, sir. But just again, get, get you get you some lavish brick house power coffee, man. Go to brickhousepower.com. Get that ten percent off. Use Big Heck Way ten. It's luxurious. It's lavish. It's dope. It's some of the best coffee in the world. No, no, you know what? It is the best coffee in the world. Point blank, period. End the discussion. Enough said. Yes, um, we do every episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's it a does. kick in every cup. Yeah, they're right in the gonads. Um, <laughs> again, I want, we want to give a shout out to our good brother, Clever Art, for some of the, for this ama- our amazing cover art. Brother, we do this all the time. We love yep. what you do. We love what you're doing. Follow him at Clever Art on Instagram. Um, also, go follow um, Johnny Fraze. him and the good brother, Johnny Fraze. Johnny Fraze is also on Instagram. And go and check out their um their company page where they make custom fight sticks with custom artwork by Clever Art and the brother Johnny Fraze actually makes, he builds the fight sticks himself and that's JXK Designs and mm-hmm. you can find them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They were actually on a YouTube video with someone rated the top 10 fight sticks mm-hmm. and they came in twice on that top 10. Really? Congratulations to them, bro. Twice. And 
the second time they were rated number one. Wow. You know, I'm going to have to check out that video. I'm going to have to post a link in, a, um, yeah, man. in, in the feed. Um, but, guys, again, thank you for listening. We love you. Big Heck, any, anything you want to add? Nothing but our usual sign-off, brother. All right. You want to do it or I want to do it? I want to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We love you all. Thank you for spending the time and hanging out with us. And like we always do, we're going to end this episode with a peace, a salute, and we're out. Later. Ah.